Step right up to The Barnum Show, a podcast series created by students in the American Carnival First Year Seminar at Worcester State University in fall 2014. Each episode tells one story from the life of America's quintessential showman, P.T. Barnum. Hero, trickster, or fraud? You be the judge. But just remember what Barnum never actually said. There's a sucker born every minute. P.T. Barnum, or the Prince of Humbugs, as he liked to call himself, was famous for the different tricks and hoaxes he would play. Despite their previous experiences with him, his audience would always return to see what crazy spectacle or antic he'd gotten himself involved in. Barnum had previously tricked the nation with hoaxes such as the 161-year-old Joyce Heff, the Fiji Mermaid, and General Tom Thumb, and each of these turned out to be less than what the viewer had imagined, but for some reason, they kept coming back. You would think that at some point someone would turn to the person next to them and say, all Barnum does is play tricks on us and waste our money. Maybe we shouldn't come to his show next time. However, for some reason, this never happened. Instead, the audience would find some form of amusement in whatever the spectacle was that Barnum was showing, and they'd return to their respective homes to tell their friends of what the great P.T. Barnum did, thus making their friends venture out to see what was going on for themselves. In a time where mass communication had yet to reach its full potential, it's amazing to think of how Barnum managed to advertise himself and his latest ventures to the masses. He couldn't send out an email, a Facebook invite, or even make a GoFundMe account. He had to be creative and think of innovative forms of advertisement to steal the attention of the nation away from the other happenings of the time and instead direct the attention towards himself. Barnum realized that the curiosity of the American people was a driving force and the reason that they always came back for more. Knowing this, it only made sense that he focused on this aspect when developing his advertising and marketing methods. He had to come up with something that would target their curiosity in a way that, despite what they'd previously seen or heard about him and his hoaxes, they had to see what the latest one was about, no matter what the cost. And that's where one of Barnum's greatest marketing campaigns came into play. It was 1853 and the Prince of Humbugs had just finished touring the country with the Barnum's Great Asiatic Caravan, Museum and Menagerie Show. The fun was over and it was now time for Barnum to get down to business and begin advertising his American Museum. Barnum quickly sold all the animals and supplies that he had used during his journey, but decided to keep one of the elephants with him before returning to his home in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Back at his home, he owned a farm that was right next to the railroad, and he knew that with the thousands of people who would pass by his fields every week as they went to and from their various destinations, it would be the perfect spot to launch his marketing campaign. Now, remember that one elephant that Barnum decided to keep? Well, he hired a man to dress in an oriental costume, and every day at the exact times that the trains carrying hundreds of people would pass by the property, the hired man and the elephant could be seen outside toiling the fields. Imagine the spectacle. You're riding on a train car through Connecticut, passing by the same old scenery, when you just happen to look out your window, expecting to see another farmer with his oxen hooked up to the plow. But you see the farm, you see the farmer, and you see the plow, but is that an elephant? Soon curious faces are pressed against the glass as everyone tries to get a better look at the odd scene. Word is quickly spread through the carts that the farm belongs to the famous P.T. Barnum, and everyone begins to wonder, 
Now what on earth is this crazy Barnum doing with an elephant plowing his field? You reach your destination and the odd sight is still present in your mind. You'd like to think that you were just imagining things, but still you share the story of what you saw with one of your friends. And slowly but surely, the story is passed on until someone decides that they have to see this elephant for themselves. As word of Barnum and his plowing elephant spread, people came to see what the talk was all about. The story was a talk of the town and was quickly picked up by both local and foreign newspapers. Pretty soon, Barnum was even receiving attention from the agricultural industry as they wanted to know the benefits and downfalls to using an elephant for agricultural work as opposed to other farm animals. To answer these questions, after having them promise to keep a secret, Barnum had to let these inquirers know that the elephant was there only for advertisement purposes and was truly a burden when it came to farm work. As people flocked to the, his home to see this great elephant, Bar Barnum allowed them to satisfy their curiosities, then made sure to point them in the direction of his American museum. After having seen the strangeness of this elephant, audiences could wait to see what other mysteries and wondrous sights Barnum had in store. Like any other of Barnum's ventures, the plowing elephant was a great success. The display helped Barnum and his museum to gain media coverage across the United States and in Europe as well. People came from near and far to see this great spectacle and were greatly pleased with what they found. Soon, this marketing campaign came to a close when Barnum sold his elephant. Later, in a private letter, he stated, I believe hugely in advertising and blowing my own trumpet or beating the gongs and drums to attract attention to a show. But I never believed that any, that any amount of advertising or energy would make a previous article permanently successful. The success of this campaign wasn't short-lived. Barnum and his American Museum gained the necessary media coverage that would allow him to continue to build upon his title of Prince of Humbug and make steps toward gaining the title as the King of Marketing.